An AI-powered diversity recruiting firm, Junco, in chaos as the CEO is accused of staggering fraud. So I thought this would be a, a pretty interesting thing to check out. Junko, a New York City-based startup that created an AI-powered job board to improve diversity in hiring, is on the brink of collapse after its CEO allegedly duped investors with an elaborate scheme to exaggerate the size of the company's business. Junko founder and CEO Elite Raz resigned after an internal probe found she had engaged in egregious, unethical, and fraudulent conduct, which caused harm to the company and its shareholders. The startup's board of directors said in the statement obtained by the Post, Raz allegedly misled investors by claiming Junko was working with 150 companies, when in practice the number was significantly smaller. According to Israeli tech news outlet C-Tech, which first reported on the allegations against Raz. News of Raz's alleged scheme, which comes after the company raised $25 million in cash from investors last fall, included the submission of fake invoices that were attributed to rural people at rural companies, fake wire transfers, and even fake bank accounts, a source with knowledge of the situation to the Post. Which, by the way, right, if this is true, right, this CEO is going to be serving so much time in, like, prison. Like, you can't do something like this. This is horrendous. It really is one bad actor. It's staggering. The individual wrongdoing and the level of sophistication of the CEO, the source said. And here's the thing. You'd think that if someone was smart enough to dupe all of these investors and like shareholders and all that kind of stuff into uh, giving them 25 mil, you'd think that they would be smart enough to run like a pretty legitimate business to like a certain scale. Which, by the way, like, 25 million is a lot of money, right? For, you know, the normal people like you and I, if you stumble upon this, 25 million is a lot of money. For, like, massive companies, that's, like, nothing. Like, 25 mil is, like, nothing. Like, you could literally have a one-person company making 25 mil a year, right? There are companies right now where I believe this one guy has a company making $50 million a year, and he is literally the only person that works in this company, which is pretty crazy. So it is possible to like make this type of money or be worth this type of money, but you can't be committing fraud. So Raz and other representatives for Junko did not immediately return the post request for comment, and Junko's email address appeared to be disabled as of Monday morning. So Junko unveiled its $25 million Series B fundraising round to some fanfare in September, drawing coverage by Insider and TechCrunch. At the time, the startup said it planned to use the funds to ramp up hiring at its Manhattan headquarters. 
A September press release touted remarkable growth at Junko under Raz's leadership with 500% growth in sales for two consecutive years. I learned very early on that it's important to pitch Junko as a business, Raz told investor last September. Once you can prove that your message is able to stand up itself in terms of metrics, then you can raise from major players. Now, what's also kind of like crazy about this too, I've seen people be able to raise money from just an idea, like just a concept, and they raise like millions and millions of dollars. Now, the thing is, I've also seen, and this is probably the easier way to do it, say that you are able to create a company, even a small-scale company, but you got a recurring amount of revenue, right? So let's say that you have 20,000 customers or clients, right? Which, you know, is a good amount of customers, clients, right? But you're only like charging them, like, let's just say like $10 a month for your service, right? So that's 20 grand a month, which for an individual is awesome, right? But if you want to raise money, that's actually going to look way better than someone just like able to generate 200K in like just like sales where like you have people having to call people to make those sales on like a yearly basis, right? Like if you have something where it's like recurring revenue, where it's like a little bit more sticky, you could actually probably raise a good amount of money compared to how much money that you're actually making. So like, let's say that you're making, I don't know, like 20 grand a month, 12 months in a year. Well, that's like $240,000 a year in annual recurring revenue. You could probably easily raise like a million dollars at that point, right? But if you have like a company where you're selling products but it's like a one-time sale product, and you still make that 240k a year, you're probably not going to be able to raise the same type of money. You might be able to raise like 500k, maybe 750k, but you're not going to hit that million or more mark from what I've seen. So it's kind of like interesting. Let's see. So the startup claims to have more than 150,000 job candidates within this platform. Partner companies listed on his website include corporate giants such as Adidas, Nike, Intuit, PayPal, and American Express. So financial backers for last fall's $25 million fundraising round included prominent venture firms inside partners Target Global, Caper Capital, and Vertex Ventures. Rez's alleged misdeeds are believed to have ramped up after Jinko secured the fundraising round and the firm faced pressure to drive revenue. The board is still investigating Junko's financial growth metrics over the last year to assess their accuracy the person added. Ahead of the round, Insight Partners conducted a comprehensive due diligence effort that included financial audits, customer calls, and background checks, and did not uh, uncover anything amiss, a person familiar with the investment of the post. In a statement, Insight Partners said it does not tolerate and our investors expect us to take seriously any findings of misconduct, deceit, or unlawful activity at our firm or any of our portfolio companies. The private equity firm added that the scope of the situation is still under review and the next steps are being considered 
and total Junko has raised about $38 million in outside funding. Now, the bad thing about this situation is this CEO, if she, you know, gets caught, if she's, like, not able to flee the country or whatever, she's going to be facing a, a large amount of time, right? But let's say, like, like, there's, like, two ways that this could kind of, like, turn out, right? There's no money anymore, meaning that she basically spent all the money, or two, she hid a lot of the money, potentially in crypto, offshore, right? So she potentially is hiding away crazy amounts of money that these investors are probably never going to get their hands back on to. Like, (laughs) these investors, these, like, capital funds or hedge funds or whatever, they're basically screwed, right? Like, they basically lost this money. It's just, it's crazy to me what people are willing to do for some money. Sources told Israel-based outlet clubs that the funding round probably shouldn't have happened based on what was uncovered during the internal probe. Several other top executives at Junko have also reportedly left the company in recent days, sources said, and the Post reached out to several Junko investors and advisors for comment, but did not hear back at the time of publication. Founded in 2016, this startup was named after Junko Tabe, the first woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Junko built itself as a platform that allows companies to boost their diversity, equity, and inclusion DEI efforts in the workplace. And basically, this is kind of like a firm that was pretty much focused on boosting the woke score on companies so that they could potentially get more funding from massive hedge funds like BlackRock. Like, that's basically the purpose of this whole situation. So, this type of company, well, this type of company is actually not that bad of an idea for a company because there's probably really high demand for that and you could potentially probably make crazy amounts of money doing it. But, it's still not good. Like, you just can't blatantly commit fraud and think that nothing's going to happen to you. So Junko's board of directors said he was recently made aware of misstatements in the financial reporting of the company and had lost confidence in the CEO's ability to deliver on repeated requests to develop and support an internal finance function as part of the maturation of the company and its business. The CEO was found to have engaged in egregious, unethical, and fraudulent conduct, which caused harm to the company and its shareholders, the board statement added. The CEO was confronted with the findings of the investigation, and she voluntarily resigned in response. The board said the extent of this situation remains under investigation, and next steps are under consideration. And the thing is, she is probably going to face some sort of charges, probably pretty soon, if she hasn't already. But she should probably leave the country, I'm guessing, and use probably a large amount of the funds that she probably has access to, to probably go start a whole new life. Because if you stay where you are, it probably ain't going to be good for you. Let's see. Anything to do with diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace is a fraud to begin with. I hope the venture firms that invested don't recoup a dime. 
thing is, they probably are not going to recoup a dime. This person says, Junko build, blah, 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 no. This person says, what board put her in charge? Seriously. Another startup, fake it until you make it, Silicon Valley mantra. Now, what's crazy is like, sometimes I listen to a lot of business podcasts, and it came to my attention that there are ways to make potentially millions and millions of dollars from selling failed companies. Like, meaning where like you probably didn't make like any profit on the company at all, which is crazy to me. But apparently you can do that. You can literally basically sell a dead company for millions and millions of dollars. Right? So you could probably potentially like start like 10 companies, have nine of them fail or not make a profit, sell those nine, make millions of dollars, and have your one that's like an absolute diamond still hit like 10 or 20 million in terms of like annual revenue or something like that. Like, which is crazy to me, right? Like to like be able to sell a company that like doesn't make any money is just insane to me. But if you were to like take a step back and if I were to take a step back, it kind of makes sense because there's so many of these companies, like for example, like Uber, I don't believe is profitable still. And yet they're worth like billions of dollars. So it's just something to think about. It's just interesting because, like, when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? So you could have a completely failed company and still make millions of dollars selling it? That's just crazy to me. Crazy. Stay tuned for more. Feel free to give your thoughts. I just thought this was kind of funny because, like, this article kind of reminds me of the show American Greed that was on back in the day where, like, people were willing to pretty much do anything for, a, like, a dime, right? Now, obviously, this was for, like, $25 million plus another $10 million for, like, a total of, like, $35 million that they raised, but still, it's like, when is enough enough, right? Because the thing is, she probably could have, like, not raised any money and probably had... An, I say easy, but like a simple like one to two million dollar per year business that was profitable, that was steadily growing, and who knows, maybe like five years down the line, could have been like ten million or twenty million, instead of just like trying to like brute force the whole thing. 